0: Welcome to the Consulting Pipeline Podcast. You know what I'm thankful for? The freedom to experiment. Let me tell you a story. I was uh, on a trip to Spain earlier this year, part business, part pleasure, and I was taking a shower This was either in Valencia or Formentera. I don't remember. And I had this like lightning bolt idea about my marketing message. So the idea was this, it was a feeling of like sudden, um, you know, I guess I would say profound, although it sounds kind of dumb to hear myself say that out loud. (laughs) I had this sudden profound clarity about what I do I mean I do a fair number of things, but what felt like the most important thing I do, or the best way to talk about what I do, and you know, what I came up with was I help coders become consultants. I help people who primarily think of themselves as um, you know implementers become advisors, and you know at the moment. That was like, oh, my God, I feel so clear <laughs> about what I do. And so I took this idea and kind of back-tested it against my best clients, meaning I thought, does this, is this why the best clients that I've had over the past year or two, is this what they were looking for when they came to me? And I would say, in most cases, yes, uh, that is that represents, or that's a good way to describe what they were looking for in working with me, is they were looking for support or guidance or something like that to help them make this transition from, I'll build something for you to, I will advise you on how to build it. I will help you do a better job of building it by making better decisions, something like that. Again, this was not true in 100% of the cases, but... It was true in a lot of the cases. So that's what I mean when I say I back-tested this idea against my best clients. I could not think of a good reason to um, not move forward with this new messaging. So I did. I rolled with it. Um, I was still feeling this sort of um, kind of fiery enthusiasm about it. So I, I wrote something that... I call an email course, but really it's more of a manifesto around this idea and sketched out a four-part framework for how people can best make this transition. And then I started implementing some of these changes on my website, changed uh, the about page, changed the home page replaced the uh, positioning crash course call to action with a call to action to sign up for this new email course, which I call Coder to Consultant. So that's that's the story I wanted to tell you. Now a question to you. What do you think happened as a result of these changes? If you think like I used to think, then you would think that all of the following things happened. Five minutes after publishing these changes, a red-hot, perfect lead reached out to me, bursting with urgency, desire, and an ample budget. And then a day later, the biggest local news outlet reached out to me, asking for my comments on this new exciting website change. And then a week later, the governor of California called to personally thank me for making this change and just being such an awesome Micro business owner. Okay. At this point, you can probably see <laughs> how ridiculous all of this is. Again, I'm describing how I used to think changes like this would play out. In reality, what happened was nothing. At first, anyway. Then, over the, I don't know, maybe three, four weeks later, began a trickle of people saying, hey, I noticed your new messaging. It's kind of perfect. Um, I remember one in particular who said, you know, that really encapsulates why I, you know, felt drawn to work with you. And again, it was like a good month or so before this kind of feedback started coming back from the marketplace. It was very positive feedback, but... Extremely low volume and extremely decoupled from the act of hitting publish on that new messaging. Let me tell you another story that sets up an interesting contest contrast. Also, um, I don't know, five, six months ago, maybe I had an idea. It was a glimmer in my eye. (laughs) It was an idea about a program that would be based on three challenges and three ideals. The three challenges are publish daily, start a research project, and pursue public speaking. The three ideals are anything that you create in this program should be good enough to spread by word of mouth alone. The second is that anything you create in this program, if you give it away for free, should be good enough that some people would gladly pay real money for it. And the third ideal, perhaps the most important, you should be willing to work daily for two to three years to make these first two ideals become true in your work. In other words, you should be okay with not living up to those first two ideals So that you can build up the skills you need to ultimately achieve those ideals. I call this program the Advanced Marketing Coaching Program. It hasn't even actually started yet. But back in the summer of 2018, it was an idea, a glimmer in my eye. I wrote a series of three or so emails about this idea, about these challenges, these ideals, about how embracing these challenges could change you for the better. And then I dropped those emails into my daily email pipeline, which is actually not much of a pipeline. I'm generally writing just a day or two ahead of publication at most. So I just, you know, sent these out as daily emails to my list, which is not a big list. Um, It's about 1,800 people. And, um... got a really great response. 12 people said, you know, this is interesting to me. Could you tell me more about this? They didn't say that unprompted. I, I asked people in these emails, I said, hey, if this seems interesting to you, just hit reply and let me know. And I'll add you to a small list of others who are interested in this. And And then as I turn this into a thing that you can pay for, I'll tell you more. So again, 12 people said, put me on that list. And then I continued to communicate separately, individually with that small list, tiny list, 12 people. So far, three of those people have said, I would like to do this. Can you take my money? Can you do it now so that I can write it off in 2018? And I said, you bet, (laughs) here's the payment link. So with this kind of response, it feels like selling out the remaining two seats in this very small initial pilot group. That doesn't seem like a stretch at all. It seems like I've got a good shot at selling five seats. If I just sell three, that's also fine. That's the second story. And to me, it's fascinating to contrast these two ways that things unfolded. They were both experiments, but one of them had a much tighter coupling between the action and the reaction. In other words, one of them had a better, tighter, more informative feedback loop, and that was the email list experiment, not the website experiment. Now, I would, you know, as experiments go, I guess I would say they were both Uh, informative. And ultimately I would lump them in if I had to, you know, have a sort of binary were they successful or not successful uh, assessment of each one, I would say they were both successful. But what's interesting to me is that, that, that tighter coupling on the email list experiment. Now I'll readily admit that I am biased towards Email marketing. I am predisposed to look favorably upon email marketing as a way to connect and build trust with a with a group of people because, I mean, some of it is just experiential. It's worked pretty well for me, and then some of it is uh, philosophical, where I think it um, you know it sets up pretty good incentives across the board if you if you use it right. And so I like it for a variety of reasons, but I am predisposed to like it. And so, you know, that affects the experiment. If I, maybe I um, sort of look at website experiments because I have a website that gets a very low amount of organic traffic. Maybe I'm just predisposed to look at that as less likely to work and therefore I undermine myself. So some of that could be going on. And I'm not saying that this is, Uh, a universal truth that everyone needs to acknowledge or else you're in, you know, really in trouble. That's not it at all. But I wanted to share this with you because I, I think it's interesting and I think it might be relevant to you as you think about how can you get feedback from your experiments? Things that look like conversations might give you a much better shot at getting good feedback than things that look like brochures.